Hey, Axiom. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. I want to start this lesson by reading a passage of Scripture from Ephesians chapter number 5. I think this is a... All Scripture is very uh, good to read at this time. I hope you're continuing to read in the book of Romans. But Ephesians 5 came to my mind as I was preparing this podcast. And I want to read part of it to you and then talk a little bit about it. And I hope this podcast finds you well. I hope everything's doing good in your world as you're at home. And I want this this scripture to challenge you and to help you to bless your life. So let's look at it together. If you have your Bible there close, maybe put the podcast on pause and go find your Bible and open it up. And let's read along together in Ephesians chapter number 5, beginning at verse number 11. It tells us to have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Now, I thought that was interesting because oftentimes sin is done in secret. When you don't have a lot of accountability, when you have a lot of alone time, when there's not someone looking over your shoulder, that can be a very dangerous time because that's when a lot of evil or a lot of sin can creep into your life. So my challenge to you in this time of quarantine is some of you may have a lot of downtime and a lot of alone time and a lot of time where you have to be careful because it's in the darkness that evil can creep in, that things can happen. And the Apostle Paul is telling us that it, there are some things that can go on in the secret lives of the heart of a human being that it would be a shame even to name. So there's things that in our modern day world that you can get into that um, will be very detrimental to your spiritual life. So you have to be careful. But the Bible gives us some more instruction, so we're going to keep reading. But all these things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. So the apostle is saying here that light has an incredible power to eradicate these secret deeds. That most of the most egregious things that people do are done in secret and that shining the light on them actually will bring things to the surface and cause a healing, a repentance, uh, it to become manifest, it to become not just something that's in the shadows, but something that can be dealt with. That's a, that's a critical issue in the life of Christians, in the life of human beings, is that you bring the things in secret 
They come up and they are manifest in your spirit. They are manifest in your heart and in your life so that you know that they're there so that you can deal with them. We need the light of God to shine into our life and to awaken some things inside of us and to make sure that there is no sin that is beginning to be built inside our heart. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou, this is verse 14, Awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. So this light that I'm talking about that will awaken you to the things that are going on in your heart is the power of God. It is Jesus Christ. So in this time of quarantine where you are not going out, you're not having a lot to do, you you can drift And you can forget all that God has done and you can allow the darkness, you can allow the alone time, you can allow the secrecy, you can allow uh, where, where you go on the internet, you can allow the things that you watch to breed darkness into your life, to breed that evil into your life. Or you can, through the power of the Holy Ghost, you can allow the light of God to shine into your life and say, God, I don't want any secret sin in there. I want you to shine in and I want you to help me in this time. Because if we keep reading, there's more instruction that Paul gives. In verse 15, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Now, circumspectly, Uh, If you know the word circumference, that's the edge of a circle. So circumspectly is you are looking in all directions. You are looking at every area of your life and you're saying, God, I need your wisdom in every area of my life. I need you to help me in my communication. I need you to help me in my entertainment. I need you to help me in the things that are coming on my cell phone and the things that I'm thinking about in the darkness of my room at night. God, I do not want there to be any evil that rests inside my life, inside my heart. I need you to help me. That's what walking circumspectly looks like. And it's it's differentiated between fools and wise. Those that are fools do not walk circumspectly. They uh, just go forward with their life and they don't consider the consequences of the things that they are doing. But those that are wise, they're not perfect. They make mistakes. There are probably areas where they need to improve, but they are at least look taking uh, account of their life and looking around and saying, is what I am doing in quarantine match the person that I know God's called me to be? Because I know in this time we've kind of pushed church aside because of the of the danger of being together. I understand that. But your calling, what God has done in your life cannot afford to be pushed aside. It cannot afford to be driven out of your life. You have to remember who God's called you to be and say, am I living my quarantine life like God wants me to live? Because I have a calling. Because God's called me out of darkness 
into light and I have to walk circumspectly, not as a fool that ignores everything, but as wise. That's what I need to do. Verse 16 says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Redeeming the time. Time is something that you do not have an infinite amount of. You have to spend your time. You are given a certain amount of time, of days, of years to live on this earth. And that time, once it is spent, is gone forever. And this time where you have perhaps more time to do things that you want to do since you're not having school and you're having to sit at home and you're having to entertain yourself. My challenge to you is to redeem this time and to say, am I becoming the person that God needs me to be? If you've ever said, I don't have enough time to pray, your excuse has been removed now. Are you praying? If you've ever said, I don't have enough time to read my Bible, all those excuses have been removed. Are you reading your Bible? Those are questions that you have to ask yourself. What am I doing with this time? Am I spending it in the darkness where I don't walk circumspectly, where I just kind of watch and go places on the internet wherever I want to go and I just kind of be led around and just do whatever or, or communicate however way or on Snapchat, text messaging, whatever. I'm just kind of being pulled and led in all these different directions that the internet can do. Or am I walking circumspectly, making sure that I'm becoming the young person that God has called me to be by praying, reading my Bible, getting in the presence of God and allowing the Holy Ghost to shape me? Am I being controlled and taken to dark places by fear and allowing the fear to just uh, push me into entertainment to salve that and not watching what I am becoming and what I'm taking in? Is that what I'm doing? That's what a circumspect young person needs to do. We need to look around our life and say, what am I doing with this unprecedented time where school has been canceled, where life has shut down? Am I becoming the person that God has called me to be? Am I redeeming the time? I want you to be careful with your time because it's precious. This time in your life is precious. Because you have the ability to become something great in the kingdom of God. You have very little responsibility right now. But you are about to step into a lot of responsibility. There will be people that are going to count on you. That are going to look to you as you mature. As you grow older. And you can use this time now. Verse number 17 says this. Wherefore be ye not unwise but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Understand what the will of the Lord is for your life. So I want you to do this as I wrap up this podcast. 
whenever you're listening, wherever you're listening to this, I want you to think about something that God has spoken to you in your life. It could have been at an altar service, in a, in a, a Wednesday night youth service, or at an HYC, an NAYC, or maybe in your own personal prayer time. But I want you to think of a time that God has spoken to you and you have felt sure that in that moment God was dealing with your life. And I want you to look around at your current situation, where you are, what you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're talking about, how you're communicating and saying, does that line up with who I am becoming? Is that thing that God dropped into my spirit, dropped into my heart, is that what I am becoming? Or have I allowed the darkness and seclusion and secrecy of this quarantine to lead me in places that I do not need to be? Thoughts that I do not need to have, ambitions that I do not need to harbor, desires that are arising that do not need to be there. And if that is the case, if you have drifted, God can take care of it because He wants to give you light. That's what the Scripture said that we read. He wants to give you the light to bring the things done in darkness to the surface, to make them manifest so that you can deal with them in prayer. And God can forgive and God can restore and God can help so that when this is lifted, this quarantine is lifted, and it will be lifted, and we will be together again, and you will be back in school, and you will go on with your life, and jobs, and careers, and all of these things, and when you get back into life, you need to be the person that God's called you to be, because you've redeemed the time to say, God, let me allow this break to make me into a better Christian. Let me allow this break to make me into a stronger follower of you. Maybe you don't have the Holy Ghost. You know what? God could fill you with the Holy Ghost on this quarantine. I still believe in the outpouring of His Spirit. And maybe, just maybe, God could use this for some young person that doesn't have His Spirit, that has never spoken in other tongues, to find a place of prayer and allow this alone time to push you to pray and say, God, I need something from you. I need your help. I need your spirit. And I believe that God could fill you with the Holy Ghost right where you are. Because that is what it feels like to have the light come into your life is when the Spirit of God comes in and that touch of God, it brings peace, it brings clarity, it brings joy, it kind of pushes back the fog of the darkness and lifts your heart to who God's called you to be so that you can know what the will of the Lord is for your life and then pursue it. So don't forget your calling. The world is preoccupied with sickness and disease, and I understand that. But remember that you have a future in the Lord. And that God's going to bring it to pass and allow this time to be useful in your life to become the man or woman that God has called you to be so that you can know what the will of the Lord is. Know that we love you. We're praying for you. We miss you. I thought of it today. I miss 
being around you, hearing your laughter, your voices. But we're going to be together soon. We're going to be together soon. This is going to lift. This will not be forever. But use this time. Redeem it. Make it worthwhile to become who God has called you to be.